In this day and age, writing a letter is a luxury and receiving one is divine. But what if I told you that this beautiful practice of connecting people is still in vogue and brings immense value to an important section of society, the veterans? What if I also told you that there is an organization that thinks of the busy and unpredictable lifestyle and bridges the gap between the civilian workforce and the military community? Well, I'm going to let Suleika Gonzalez tell us more about it. Welcome, Suleika. Let me introduce you to our audience. And uh, Suleika is the program manager for It's a Military Life. It's a nonprofit. Uh, Suleika is a multi-potentiality mom of two, USMC spouse and entrepreneur. She volunteers in the military community, providing support and resources to military spouses who are seeking employment pursuing a degree or simply needing a friend. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Suleika, what I found out was that IML began as a lifestyle blog written by Christina H. Berger to bring the military community together and now is a Milso and VET networking community. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. So it's military life started in 2020. And um, like you mentioned, it started off as a blog and it has grown from that to different programs that support different aspects of the military lifestyle. Isn't that wonderful? I'm from a civilian background. You know, I have immense regard for the military, for people who are connected to the military also. I do understand the different culture. And uh, having said that, uh, there is a time that military personnel transition into the civilian lifestyle, right? So what are the challenges that are faced there? Okay, um, well, there are different branches um, within the US military. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe every branch might have its own trials and, and uh, obstacles to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, you have to think about the military and its regiment. So everything is kind of, um, you know, we work by ranks, yeah. or we are told what to do you know, as a, the service member is told what to do, what's expected of them. And when you transition to the civilian, it's it's an entirely different world. I mean, people function differently, especially those that don't have any um, experience with the military background. Um, the the a verbiage is different. The actions are different. The chains of chains of commands are different. Um, and it takes time, especially for those that have been doing it for 20, 25 years. It takes time to let go of that way of thinking and transition to a different way of thinking. Yeah. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's is it mostly frustration that uh, creeps in? Uh, because military life is extremely organized and regimental and then coming back to society where things don't really work the way uh, they do in the army. So is there a little bit of frustration there? I think there's a little bit of frustration. There's also a little bit um, of anxiety, I would think, Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many unknowns and there's so many things that are regimented. So when you get out, you have to figure out how to, you know, incorporate those things into your daily life. And if you are someone that has a family, like you have to figure out how are you going to make income to supplement 
you know, what you used to do in, in your, your time of service. And I think also, um, maybe a little bit of fear, you know, of, of not knowing what is going to happen after you get out. But uh, I'm sure the military is taking care of that too, right? Uh, once the transition takes place, it's not like they're completely left out in the cold, so, so to say. Well, they do have a transitioning course that military members take prior to um, exiting their time of service. Um, but I think, well, we haven't experienced yet. My husband's still in and we've got about 10 more years to retirement. But I believe that once, you know, you sign out and you're done mm -hmm. and you get your DD-214, you're, you're, you're kind of done. Like, that's it. You have to figure, <laughs> figure things out on your own. So it's really hard for from that day that you transition or from that day that you make the decision, you know, that mm -hmm. you're done, that you mm -hmm. want to terminate your contract. Not only are you trying to figure out what you're going to okay. do next, but you still have a job, a duty and responsibility within your branch of service. So it's really hard to have your nine to five or, you know, eight to four job. And within that time, figure out how to plan the next steps for your life. So even though they do provide that course for you to transition, you still don't have that dedicated time to be able to, to plan and, you know, reach, um, reach different sources and things like that. Right. And uh, your nonprofit comes in there. Uh, that's how, uh, so what are the programs that you're running? So we have different programs. Um, the one that I am currently a part of is It's a Military Connection. And what we try to do is we try to connect service members, veterans, and military spouses to uh, the workforce, mm -hmm. whether that be entrepreneurship um, or a freelancing or a corporate job. And we want to provide um, mm -hmm. some skills. For example, military spouses, I know um, a lot of them may have just worked within the home, you know, to take care of the children and kind of do what they can while their yeah, service yeah, member was um, at work, they might have that career gap. Yeah. Like maybe they haven't worked in 20 years or so. And to me, that would make me feel unprepared if, you mm -hmm. know, within a year, my husband needs to, is going to get mm -hmm. out and we have to find jobs when I haven't worked in 20 years. So I need, you know, right. Like I need that support. So that's how we come in there. Maybe as a veteran, maybe you got out and got a job, but you don't really like the job that you have and you want to experience other opportunities and you kind of need that support system to bridge that gap between where you're at and where you want to be. Same thing for transitioning service members. You know, once you get out, mm -hmm. they do have the G GI Bill, which is something that you can use towards education, like if you wanted to go back to school when you get out. Um, but maybe you don't know you don't know what you want to do. You don't know if you want to work or if you want to get a part-time job or if you want to pursue some type of degree. So we bridge, we try and bridge that gap to kind of figure out the goals that you want and provide the resources and connect you to the people that will get you to where you want to be. Right. Talking of connections, then do you bring in people who are already in the industry to help out with the weekend courses or uh, running evening courses where they are able to upgrade themselves. Right. So what we're trying to do now, we have a, a six-week cohort immersion program. And during these six weeks, we have a Google Classroom. And every week, we will touch base on a different module, whether it be professional development, 
task and time management, um, communication and um, work etiquette. <clears throat> so the participants will go through the course for, for six weeks and every week they will cover a different topic. In addition to that, we have two speakers um, that will come on and they will either uh, accent what the students will be learning that week or it's just a resource that they can have that will help them overall. Now, after the six-week cohort, the plans that we have is to have different workshops and keynote speaking events throughout the year to provide extra insight for, um, for the participants. Okay, all right. And, and, uh, but I'm sure even the people who are transitioning, the military personnel, the veterans, they also have a lot to give to society, right? Uh, so the corporates can also benefit from uh, uh, these veterans. So is there some kind of uh, give and take where they can also contribute something? Um, within our program, no. We're more doing the giving and the providing. Um, the benefit that we do get, however, sometimes is, for example, if um, there is a service member that wants to be a mentor, or if there is a service member that is um, articulate in a specific field, whether that be cyber, technology, um, public speaking, they can always donate their time back to the program. So if they want to mentor someone, or maybe if they want to come back and be a speaker, that's the way that they can give back through our organization. Lovely. And at any given time, how many personnel do you have? Uh, att participants attending. So right now, I just joined the program in November. So it's my first time going through the cohort. But I know um, we have an alumni group, and I, I believe it has 120 um, members right now. Oh, that's quite a number. Wow, that's quite a number. Wonderful. And uh, are these people, uh, men and women, uh, part of... Uh, the entire cohort or their families are also, I don't know whether I should use the word counseled, but uh, are they also integrated into the program? So for us, it's the military connection. It's more or so the service member or the individual that's looking for employment. However, it's the military community as a whole um, contributes to the family. We also have um, it's a military child. And that program um, caters to the military family, military children. Um, so whether you're homeschooling or, you know, families uh, face certain challenges when it comes to always having to move, you know, having to meet new people, different things. So that aspect of it, it's a military child is covered through that. Um, we also have the Veteran Pen Pal Project that focuses on uh, military, uh, I'm sorry, um, on, focuses on, on veterans. Um, and then we have It's a Military Outreach, and that, that program focuses on um, connecting service members to the community. Yeah, I love that pen pal thing. It, is, it sounds so beautiful. In this day and age, getting a letter from somebody, uh, I think it's very touching. It's, it instantly connects you. It's, it's different from the digital media. I mean, sorry to say this. I, I don't know whether it's uh, correct to say that, you know, uh, you know, because that's where everything is. It's so cold. Uh, being uh, on digital media, but getting a letter written by somebody uh, is beautiful. Do you have Do you have people respond? Do you have also a feedback like that from the veterans? Are they happy about it? 
so I haven't, I haven't personally participated in the program just yet. Um, but me just, just thinking about it, um, piggybacking off of what you said, how everything is digital now, I feel like receiving letters and, and tangible items is that much more special because it's something that is no longer, you know, a top priority or, or first thought to mind. You know, we always think, oh, just send them an email or just send them a text. So I feel like right now it's such, it's something special because it's not something people do that often. And um, the program director, Camille Deal, uh, is looking to expand that not only to older uh, veterans, but also to military spouses and um, transitioning service members. So I'm really excited to hear more about that. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employees' experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision, a vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Chizuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. Yeah, we have a program like that in India here uh, where uh, people write letters to uh, people who are posted in the army and they are gone away from families for a long time, right? And they dedicate songs to them and it is played on the radio. Yeah, and not only that, there are letters that go and there is a festival here which uh, we have Rakhis, something that is a Rakshaba, it's a festival. So basically all the girls or the women uh, will send a letter and the Rakhi, which is like a friendship band and send it to people in the army. And it's a beautiful uh, gesture. It is a beautiful gesture. Really? Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so uh, you have these outreach programs. What are the outreach programs that you conduct? The outreach program, it's something that um, the program director, Melissa Thicklin, is doing. And what she tries to do is she tries to connect its military life organization to um, different volunteer opportunities within her community. So right now it's limited to where she lives because um, a lot of our volunteers are in different places. I mean, our um, CEO is in Korea. We've got some people in Japan. We have people in Florida. We have people in Michigan. Um, so it's, yeah, we have people everywhere, which is amazing. Um, so with It's a Military Outreach, um, an ambassador or a, a person that participates in that program would reach out to the community um, where they live and just, you know, kind of lend a hand and let them know that we're here to help with 
you know, whatever they need. I believe last year they did uh, the wreaths across America in December, which is when they, um, people, it's a fundraiser and they purchased wreaths to lay on um, the gravestones of those that have passed away. Wonderful. The least that we can do for our military men and women is to honor and be thankful for your unselfish deeds. Thank you, Suleika, for giving us insights into the life of veterans and military families. Um, may uh, IML continue to be a beacon of support to all the brave hearts. And uh, yeah, I leave this episode with a lot of thought and respect for all organizations doing work that helps people and communities connect and find themselves. You know, this is something that nobody would have thought of earlier. I haven't heard of anybody who's doing this. And uh, it is just beautiful, very touching that you are doing. I'm sure somebody is, every person that is going through your program is gaining something and giving back uh, with the same intention. That's just beautiful. Lovely talking to you, Suleika. Uh, would you want to share anything else? Um, well, that will be all. I know that we have a cohort coming up on the 21st, um, and that will run for about six weeks. Um, if you guys have any questions, you want to learn more, be sure to go to our website. It's Military Life and um, keep up on what we're doing. And, you know, if you want to volunteer, be sure to reach out as well. On the website. Wonderful. I'll sure put that, put that out. Thank you very much. You have a great day. And uh, that's all from me from this episode. See you all in the next episode. Again, meeting yet another amazing personality. Till then, goodbye.